0: Joshua Basel here, and welcome to another episode of The Writer's Life. Hello, welcome back to Wellness Mastery. We're going to talk about productivity with an emphasis now for a few minutes on how to gamify things. How to gamify things? I want you to imagine for just a moment this scenario. Imagine that you and I and a group of people were in a room. Let's say we had 20 some odd people in a room and i said okay guys let's go outside and we all ran outside and there was a great big field of beautiful immaculate grass and i spared everyone i said 10 of you guys on this side 10 of you guys on this side and i said okay here's what we're gonna do we are gonna take this ball right here and i'm gonna give it to this team this side of the team and you guys are going to try to get this ball down to the end over there, and you're going to just, you know, whatever you wanna do, it doesn't matter, you just run the ball down, and then your guys' job is to stop them, and it doesn't matter how you stop them, just pound them, you know, hit them with sticks, it doesn't matter, and we're gonna do this until there's not a single person standing on the field anymore. On your mark get that go. Now, how many of you, would sign, how many of you would be part of that group and would sign up and say, oh, pick me. I want to go out there and smash into each other until not a single person is standing and all of us are wounded, bruised, bloody, and are dead. Nobody's going to sign up, right? Yet, if you change the scenario slightly and add a couple of elements to that scenario, we end up calling that Football. Right, we end up calling it football. So you've got one team with a ball, another team, and now we just add some parameters. We add a few rules and we add a time frame, and then we add some rewards to go on with it. And suddenly, what would be absolute madness, what no human being would ever think about doing in their right mind, suddenly we're all excited about doing it right we're like we're like yeah let's spend billions and billions of dollars every single year to watch enjoy attend to buy paraphernalia and and you know all kinds of collectible stuff like we go gaga over this why well because well some people do i have to admit i'm not a big sports fan but the point is we go gaga over this as a society and throughout the world other sports enjoy the same kind of popularity why and not because the basic premise of it is really that great it's because we've gamified a specific activity now i want you to think about this for just a moment in the gamification of it the first scenario that i gave you nobody was willing to do anything you weren't excited to participate in that event and nobody else was so nobody would train for it nobody would increase their skills for it nobody increased the you know their 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 self discipline and personal growth and yet when we add some specific gamification parameters to it we turn regular human beings into super human beings right these guys get stronger, faster, more able to read other people, more intelligent, more skilled than so many other people in the world in terms of inside of their sport, right? And some people always say, well, football players aren't that smart. I would beg to differ. There's a lot of complexities that go into an actual sporting event, whether it's basketball or football or soccer or whatever it is. There's a lot of brain power that has to go into that. And so people rise up to this absolutely astonishing level. We see this with the Olympics, like, holy cow, right? Like, here's a body of water, go swim in it back and forth for a little while, just till you drop dead. Who's gonna do it? Nobody is add some gamification rules for it and you get guys like Michael Phelps who absolutely break every barrier, decimate all the all the records, gain more gold. Like it's amazing. Now why? Well, it's because they're operating inside parameters of gamification. And I'm here to tell you that if you want to be super productive, the reason most of us aren't productive is because we have yet to put gamification parameters, game parameters around what we're trying to accomplish. And so we're operating at a sub level of productivity, a mediocre level of energy, enthusiasm, accomplishment, victory, growth, stretching, discipline, all of those kinds of things that become... inherent in the in the in the journey in the fight to achieve a goal to gain a victory to win the game to win the game I decided that I was going to win the game now this really started to catch on into my brain when in 2004 I was like trying to build a company, and that company went bankrupt. And so in 2005, I suddenly found myself a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt with six children at the time to feed, wondering how in the world am I going to possibly do this? I don't have a college degree. I didn't have a ton of training or background experience or something. I wasn't a known expert or celebrity in anything. So how was I going to build some kind of value where I could provide for my family and still reach other dreams and goals that I had at that time. And so I turned, I became a copywriter, freelance copywriter, and I started marketing myself, and that wasn't going that great for a while. And then I decided, oh, I'm going to gamify this every day. So the long term picture, I'm going to put game parameters on, and the every single day short term picture. I'm going to gamify. Specifically, I gamified my hours between 7 a.m. and 12. Those five-hour windows. I gamified that. And I'll show you how I did that in just a minute. And the results were absolutely amazing. In less than 11 months, I built a strong six-figure business. And I have grown that business and expanded it and accelerated it every year since. So it's been an incredible journey. And I still, to this day, gamify pretty much everything that I do from my parenting to my relationship with Margie to my relationship with God. I know that sounds super weird, but you know, you know, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i explain in just a minute to my church calling to everything that I do. I put gamification parameters around it so that I can try to rise up to be somebody better than I normally would do so I could produce at higher levels of efficiency. So let's talk about how, what that is. And so what I want you to know is you can literally gamify, and that's what this keyword is right here. You can literally gamify anything in three simple steps. You add these steps. Now, just so you know, and I should probably do a whole course on this because I studied this for years because it fascinated me. I was like, how does like, how does a coach, like as I played football in high school, right? And I thought, how does my football coach get me a teenage boy to come out during what we affectionately called hell week, right? Like, and it was actually two weeks. Why we call it only one week? I don't know. Cause it was two weeks where we would go for two weeks and have two practices a day in the middle of the summer when it was hot and miserable and we were starving and we would run till we would puke our guts out sometimes. And I was like, how did we like, how? like my mom couldn't even get me to clean my room how did how did this happen that i was willing to exert so much energy and and i realized it was because the gamification parameters were on the scenario and so i was willing to do something that i normally would never do and i wanted to have that kind of power that kind of discipline that kind of efficacy that kind of input and effort in my business in my marriage in my church responsibilities in everything in my life and so i studied it and i found out there are actually 8 core elements to what we call games so when you think about a game there are eight elements that create a game and as i studied it more over the course of another six months to a year of studying these eight core elements i realized actually while all eight elements were useful and were applied to various game scenarios in fact if i showed you all eight of the of the elements and then you went and looked at a, a popular board game or video on like an online video game of some kind or you looked at any kind of a sporting event you be like oh yeah there there they are there it is but if you boil that down of the eight there are three that are the most important and i teach these three to you today because these three things can be applied without hardly any extra effort on your part, a little bit of thinking, and the results are absolutely amazing. So, let's talk about what these three things are. Number one, the first most important aspect of a game is you have to create a scorecard. You gotta create. You've gotta create a scorecard. See, you have to know, inside of a game, you have to know if you're winning or losing. (laughs) So many people, hey, if we just paused right there, and you just decided to do this, you'll see, so many people have no idea, they have no idea what it really takes to win inside of their world, right? They don't know. And so, they're kind of, you know, when I said productivity creates clarity, they're not clear, and a lack of clarity or confusion always breeds what? inactivity. And so they're not quite sure. And so they come into the office in the morning if they work from a home office or they go to a job and they're like, I guess I'm just going to do this task. And they're super like lackadaisical about it and casual about it because, you know, they don't really know. Are they winning or losing? What's the score? They got to know what the score is. And when you know what the score is, then suddenly your brain goes, wait, I want to win. You know why? Because we are hardwired to win as human beings. We're hardwired to win, man. We're and, and, you know, men view winning a little bit different than women view winning and different cultures have different opinions about what winning and losing is. But the reality of it is we were born to win and you can't win if you don't know the score. You just can't win if you don't know the score. Now, inherent in creating a scorecard, you've got to create some rules and some parameters of what that means. You know, in football, you've got to get the ball across the line at the end zone. But, you know, you can't do it killing everybody. So there's some parameters that go along with that scorecard. But the fact is, is if you just create a scorecard. So back to my story, when I was a brand new freelance copywriter and I was trying to dig out of that hole, one of the game elements that I put in place was, every morning from 7am to 12 o'clock noon, I was going to have 20 conversations with another human being and offer them my services. That was the scorecard. And if I got it done before noon, Then I ended early, then it was game over, I won. And if I didn't get it done, then I lost for that day and then I would evaluate, why did I lose today? What happened? Did I not dial enough? Now, just so you know, I my marketing method was telemarketing. I was cold calling, but I would be like, why did I lose it? Did I not call enough people? Did I chat too long with somebody? Is my script off and needs to be tweaked? Um, you know, did I just, did I call a bunch of people in the wrong time zone? <laughs> Don't laugh, I did that once. I was like calling and calling like, none of these people are answering. Well, it's because it was like, you know four o'clock in the morning for them. Right? So, 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 you know, you'll learn some lessons as you go. But the point is, is like, if I would lose, then I would have results. Remember part of productivity creates, creates results. And so I'd get these results back and be like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. Like, like, okay. But I had a scorecard to know if I was winning or losing talk to 20 people have 20 live conversations and offer them my services. Hey, and my script was basically, it was very simple. And I wouldn't do this today because the world's changed, but it was like, Hey, I'm a freelance copywriter. And the uh, truth is I'm out fishing for clients. Do you ever use outside writers in any of your marketing? I still got it down. Like I could say it yesterday. So like, and they would say yes or no. And if they said, well, no, we don't use outside writers, then I would say, okay, click buy. And if they say, yes, we do use outside writers, I'd be like, great. I've got a complete information packet, I'd love to send it, it answers all the questions you might have about me as a writer, including giving you some samples. Where would you like me to send that to? And, and, and I just would roll right through my script over and over and over again, 20 times in the morning, before noon, and if I got done early, bam, I would go. now. I didn't have to do that forever, because once I gamified that, I got wicked good at just cranking through that. I figured out how to talk to people, what to say to them, how to respond, the inflections of my voice. I mean, I got mastery on this thing because it was a game. I had a score to beat. Okay, so you need to think about your scorecard. How do you know if you're winning or losing? How do you know? In your industry, in your business, in your circumstance and situation, what does it mean to win? What points do you need to accumulate? What results, what activities, what what dialogue needs to happen for you to look in the mirror at night and go, I won today, I won. And sometimes that scorecard is just an emotion. like I had joy all day. Like if I know people that battle with depression and bipolarism, and man, if they get through the entire day, And they've only had one bout of frustration anger or depression it's like victory baby i did it i don't know exactly what your scorecard is but you have to have a scorecard so you know whether you're winning or losing number two the second thing that could turn anything into a game is to set a time limit Nothing is more demoralizing and debilitating than an endless, never-ending project. Do you know what I mean? Right? Have you ever had something that was like, "There's no end to this thing. It just like goes on forever and ever and ever and ever." Like, it, like nothing will drag you down or kill your efficiencies faster than just having no time limit. And so when you have projects, when you have goals, when you have things you're trying to build or accomplish, it's got to have a time limit on it. If you question the the reality of this, I would challenge you to look at just about any government project that misses a deadline and then drags out. Watch how costs soar. People in the business, you know, people that are the players, the contractors begin to get demoralized, efficiency goes down, all this kind of stuff. I saw this in live action when we lived in a town about 30 miles from here and we would drive down this little country road and eventually get to the I-70 interchange, the I-70 interchange right there. Well, some brilliant politician saw that or city planner or engineer or whatever, decided that the interchange was not sufficient for what needed to be done there. So they started tearing it all up and started creating a new interchange. Now, the new interchange is done today, and I admit it's a lot better and it's allowed for businesses to come in here. But here's the interesting thing. As I recall, and I don't know the exact start date or the exact end date, but we saw them work on that interchange for over five years, five years, one interchange. This thing had no deadline. It just drug on and on. And when you would look at the workers out there, they were like, uh, holding up the sign. It's just another day. They're gonna hold up the sign forever. And you, there's no spark or fire in their eyes. The guys driving the steamer be like, do, 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 Now, I'm not making fun of these guys. You might be a government worker, a contractor. I might be up in the night and have no idea what I'm talking about. Although I do know that there was like earthquakes and, uh, and flooding in Alaska. And they rebuilt like miles of an entire freeway overnight. So, you know, why did they do that? Well, because there was a time limit. The time limit was human lives on the other end of that freeway. And if they didn't open it up, then people were going to die. You see, there was a time limit and a scorecard. And so suddenly, one small little interchange takes five years, and then 10 miles of freeway can be done almost overnight. Like, wow, how did that happen? They gamified it. Now they probably didn't think they were gamifying, but that's exactly what they did, and they did something superhuman to accomplish that. Now, go back to the rest of my story here for just a minute. So while that interchange was being built there, at that at the I seventy interchange there and and um, Buckner Tarzney Road on the other side, so on the on the um, what is that? That's going to be the southwest corner of this interchange. There was nothing there, and then. One day a sign went up and it said, future location of McDonald's. Now remember, five years for the interchange. While the interchange was being built, somewhere around year three or whatever, a sign goes up on a lot on the other side of the interchange that says, future McDonald's. Now, McDonald's does not get paid for anything but flipping burgers. Right. If the drive-through isn't open, if they can't get orders of some kind or another, no money. Most most of these are franchises. Another human being has invested money into that bad boy, and the clock is ticking. No return on the investment. So you got a scorecard, and you got a time limit. The owner could go bankrupt before this thing gets built if they don't hurry up, right? So what did they do? From the day they broke ground to the day they flipped and sold their first burger was eight days, eight days. They use rapid drying concrete. I talked to some people about this. It was mind blowing. Like they had, they had every known contractor and they put this thing up in a, like it was mind blowing eight days. Now, what was the difference? The difference is one project literally, I think had either no serious deadline, no serious repercussions, no scorecard, no time limit. And so it drug on and on and on for five years. Another project, serious scorecard, serious time limits, and it got done just like that. I'm telling you, putting these things into practice in your life changes the equation on a massive scale. But nothing fuels it up better than number three. Number three takes the whole thing and just makes a skyrocket, blows the whole thing out of the water. This is where the real superhuman, human, super, super duper thing comes into play. And that is number three. Number three is you have to offer a reward. And it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be a monetary reward, right? It doesn't. Like Olympic medalists, I think they get some money, but they don't become billionaires. What do they get? They get the gold medal which actually, as it turns out, isn't actually gold. You know, it's like other materials, with some gold leaving over it. But they get the metal. They get to stand on the top platform. They get the joy of growing through all that stuff. There's a reward involved. They get to be on international TV. They get to, for just one moment in their life, know that they were the best in the world at something. There's a reward involved. Imagine a football game with no reward. There's no championship, there's no trophy, there's no bonuses, it's just, we're playing for the joy of playing. That's ridiculous, nobody would do it. No matter how what the scorecard was or the time limit was, you know, you wouldn't do it. So even pick up games that happen on street corners and fields and parking lots and stuff, there's a reward. The reward in those situations is bragging rights of crushing the neighborhood kids next to you, right? There's an emotional reward of higher significance. It doesn't matter what it is. You want to really become superhuman in your productivity. You got to have some kind of reward. So when I was when I was you know pounding away at those phones, making those calls, you know putting myself out there, building my copywriting business. When I got those 20 calls done, then I had a reward. It was simple things, but it was like, okay, if I get this baby done, I'm going to go on a walk down by the river and put my feet in the stream with the kids. I'm going to go jump on the trampoline. I'm going to chase Margie around the house and give her kisses. We're going to get some ice cream or make some ice cream. We're going to spend some time in the kitchen singing songs and baking together. We're going to read stories. We're going to do something. I'm going to go and do something that fills my bucket, that rewards me, that energizes me, that, that just builds. I'm going to, and sometimes it was like, I'm going to go sit and read a book that I love and just submerge myself in a great story. See, the reward doesn't have to be magnanimous. It doesn't have to be spectacular. It can be in accordance with whatever trips your trigger. But it's got to be there. And so many people that I know, so many of my students, so many of my clients, they're in this battle. They're building this company. They're working on this project. And there's parameters and there's the stress and the strain. And I look them in the eye and I say, what's your reward? And they're like, well, my business is going to grow. No, 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 not not your business growth. I'm saying you personally, what's your reward? What are you, what are you offering? What are you offering as the reward? Forgot an R on there. What are you offering as the reward for getting your stuff, your personal stuff done? What is that thing that's going to make you feel like you've accomplished something and that you can, claim that prize, hold up that trophy, wear that gold medal, cash in that money, go on that vacation, spend time, whatever it is. Like, what's the thing for you? And most of the time people are like, I don't know. I never thought about it. And I say, that's why you're struggling. That, that's why you're fighting this battle, but never achieving a whole lot of stuff that you really want to achieve. So my, my invitation to you today is to gamify everything. Like, think about your relationship. Like, my relationships with my children and my parenting style, when we want to get the house done, it's like, oh, hey, guys, by the way, if we get the house done in the next 30 minutes, I'll take you to a movie. If you get done in 20 minutes, I'll buy ice cream afterwards. And if you do it in 10 minutes, then I'll take you to a movie, get all the popcorn you want, buy ice cream, and we'll have pie when we get home. Who's in? And it's like, oh, snap. You see that they're human beings. They want to win. They know the scorecard. They know the time limit. They know the reward. And they are off to the races. And if I just say to them, hey, guys, it's Saturday. Get the house done. Uh I don't want to do it, right? What's the difference? Gamify. You are a human being, my friend. You're a human being. And so you're going to be susceptible to these same laws. Give it a try. Try this out. Gamify the stuff in your life. You'll be shocked at the productivity that you, your output and your creativity, everything changes when you go into this mode. Cool. All right. Super excited. Now, that's the first step in our productivity session. I got two more for you to give you a total of three. But if you just did this one right here, it would change everything. It would be, no pun intended, a game changer for you. So hope you put it to use. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now if you are ready to take your writing business to an entirely new level and you've wondered what it would be like to have me coach you through the process of taking your writing skills and turning them into an incredible lifestyle a lifestyle filled with things that matter most to you then i want to invite you to go check out copywritermarketer.com coaching inside of our coaching programs i give you Over 20 years of experience in business and in copywriting, I share with you insights and secrets that I have learned from not only building my own substantial, successful writing business, but also the insights that I've gained from working with literally thousands of other writers just like you, writers who are looking to turn their skills into an amazing lifestyle. We cover four major areas inside of the coaching program. Number one, Writing skills. How do you know when your writing skills are good enough? And how do you take them up to the next level so you can really take on those big clients that pay substantial fees and really help you get the lifestyle that you want? So we look at writing skills. Number two, we look at marketing. It's no fun to go chase after clients. It's way better to have them come and chase you. And so I show you the insights and the secrets of creating marketing systems that allow clients to find you to pre-qualify you and for you to pre-qualify them and to attract the clients who really are going to help you create the lifestyle of your dreams and help you to have fulfillment as a writer and do all of that automatically so you're not out there chasing clients. And then we look at the mindset piece. How do, you have, how do you overcome your fears and have a winning mindset every single day? How do you overcome obstacles and struggles and challenges and all that crazy stuff that happens to you and I simply because we're human beings? help you walk through that process so you can have high performance thinking, success thinking, and successful mindset so you can tackle anything that life has for you and enjoy life to the fullest, which brings me to the fourth area that we look at inside of our coaching systems and programs, and that is lifestyle. How do you take all of this once you've got the time, once you've got the money? How do you take all this and turn it into an incredible lifestyle, the lifestyle of your dreams, and how do you manage that and manage your time and really live life to the fullest. We've addressed that and give you secrets and insights that we've gained and that I've gained over the years working with some of the most successful people in the world. So again, I wanna invite you, to go check out your different options, copywritermarketer.com slash coaching and see which system is right for you. And I look forward to being your coach and walking you through the process of taking your writing skills, and turning them into the lifestyle of your dreams. I'll talk to you soon, bye now.